Hello, friends. Welcome. Welcome to the 15th installment of Momentum, our special series in which we are documenting ordinary Americans, the struggle for freedom during the civil rights era of the 1950s. Today, I want to tell you about a woman without whom we would have no Martin Luther King, without whom we would have no Rosa Parks. Her name is Septima Poinsett Clark. Let's dive in. I'm Sharon McMahon, and welcome to the Sharon Says So podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 53124 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ella Baker is known as the godmother of the civil rights movement and the midwife of SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. Rosa Parks is known as the mother of the civil rights movement. And Septima Poinsett Clark is regarded as the queen. These three women, along with hundreds of other women, were major leaders and strategists and organizers who helped mold and shape the direction that the civil rights movement would take. Septima Poinsett Clark was the daughter of an enslaved man and a woman who did other people's laundry for a living. She was born in the 1890s, and when she was 18, she became a school teacher. Wanting to do more for her students, more for her community, she decided to join the NAACP. And when she became a teacher, segregation was still very strictly enforced and she was not permitted to teach in Charleston public schools. Like many black teachers, she was forced to accept a position in a poor rural school that served only African American students. By the 1950s, Septima had been teaching for decades. She and other black teachers knew it was unfair that they were not allowed to teach in Charleston public schools solely because of the color of their skin. And so, they began to protest to win the rights of African Americans to teach wherever they were needed. 
Clark's father had been enslaved on a plantation, and it was his job to take his master's children to school and to wait outside the school while they were in class. So when Septima's mother and father saw the condition of the grade school that she was expected to attend as a Black student, they were able to directly compare it to the school that the white children in Charleston were attending. Her parents were enraged about this. They did not want her to attend such a substandard school, and they sent her to the school of a neighbor woman who taught neighborhood children out of her home. Septima always remembered her fifth and sixth grade teacher, whose name was Miss Seabrook. One of the things that I found absolutely delightful was that Miss Seabrook would do things in a way that really made sense to Septima, in a way that helped her learn in a way that she hadn't known was possible. One example of this was when she was teaching her students geography, Miss Seabrook would give her students both maps and textbooks. And instead of saying, okay, now we're just going to learn the shape of this country and where it is in the world, they would also learn about the country while they were studying its geography. So they would look up things like the state capitals, the important cities, its economic and political status, its climate, its resources, its culture, and they would learn all of this at one time. And Septima noted that this method of teaching geography was so fascinating to her that it ignited a lifelong love of learning and it made her want to learn more about those other countries. She enjoyed geography so much that she received one of the best grades you could get on the geography examination when Septima became a teacher herself. One of the things that Septima Clerk did was she worked closely with Thurgood Marshall and the NAACP to file a lawsuit in South Carolina to equalize teacher salaries based on certification instead of being based on race. Of course, the idea was that equal certification, equal work, equal pay. And you might recall from a previous episode that Thurgood Marshall filed other lawsuits like this, one of them in Maryland that benefited his mother, who was a teacher. And eventually the NAACP won this lawsuit that Septima Clark was a part of. And her pay went from $780 a year to $4,000 a year. That was the difference in pay between black and white teachers. $780 to $4,000 a year. One of the things that Septima said that her father taught her was to strengthen other people's weaknesses and to see that there was something fine and noble in everyone. And I just loved that. I loved this idea that we're here to strengthen each other's weaknesses. And you can absolutely see how Septima took that to heart and used those words as a guiding principle throughout her lifetime. She ended up teaching not just school children, but adults as well. And everyone was welcome at her classes. Everyone was welcome, regardless of if they were a 65-year-old man who had been illiterate his entire life, whether they were the brightest child on the block, no matter their status, she made it her mission to strengthen other people's weaknesses. 
She once famously said that she believed that the only thing anger did was hurt your digestive system. (laughs) I loved this quote of hers too so much. She said, you know, the measure of a person is how much they develop in their life. Some people slow down in their growth after they become adults, but you never know when a person is going to leap forward or change around completely. I've seen growth like most people don't think is possible. I can even work with my enemies because I know from experience that they might have a change of heart any minute. Ah, I just love it so much. I love it. I can work with my enemies because I know from experience that they might have a change of heart at any minute. Eventually, the Charleston City School Board found out that she was still a member of the NAACP, and they told her that she needed to keep that quiet because now we are getting in to the era of Brown versus a Board of Education, and membership in the NAACP was very controversial among white parents. They basically said, if you want to continue working in our schools, you need to keep that under the radar, and she refused, and so she was fired from her position as a teacher. She was fired from the work that she had been doing for decades. And she did not take that to mean, well, I guess, woe is me. Guess I'm just going to retire now. No, she used all of her time to devote to her activism. And one of the things that she found most upsetting was that even though Black men and women had the right to vote, they often couldn't. Literacy tests prevented them from being able to access the polls. Not only could many adult African Americans not read because their parents and great-grandparents were enslaved and it was illegal to teach enslaved people how to read, literacy tests themselves were designed to be unfair. So to test the effects of literacy tests as a deterrent to keep African-Americans from voting, a man named William Van Alstine, who was a professor at Duke University, conducted an experiment. He took questions from Alabama's voter literacy test, and he sent them to all of the professors in the United States who were currently teaching constitutional law in America's law schools. He told the professors to answer all of the questions without the aid of anything else. You could not phone a friend. You could not use a book. He wanted it to be much like people who were taking a literacy test. Those conditions are what he wanted to replicate. 96 law professors sent back their answers, and Van Alstine found that 70% of the answers returned were incorrect. America's constitutional law professors could not answer the questions correctly most of the time, 70% of the time. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have stress in our life. Absolutely. It's unavoidable. It's just part of the human experience. But some of us have more than others, and some of us handle it better than others. Some of us really keep it bottled up, and it can start to affect us negatively. I would imagine at some point in your life, you can relate to this, right? And therapy is a safe space to be able to get some of these things off your chest. And that is why so many people 
find benefit in speaking to a qualified professional. If you're thinking about starting therapy for something like managing your stress, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Sharon today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Sharon. We have all had embarrassing moments where something didn't smell quite right. And if you have any children or people in your lives who have stinky toes, stinky feet, and those stinky shoes pile up by the door of your house and then when people come over they're like um your house smells weird there's a solution for that and it is not necessarily spraying down your house with disinfectant it is taking care of the smell at the source by using lumi on places like the people in your house's stinky feet it is a whole body deodorant it is safe to use anywhere on your body. It was created by a doctor who saw firsthand how stinky feet and other body parts are often misdiagnosed as problems when in reality you could just use a product like Lumi and it would take care of the issue. It has been clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SHARON at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SHARON. We hear from a lot of interesting people on this podcast, and I know that I am always hungry for more. And what if you could learn from the world's best all in one place? Guess what? You can. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best. Masterclass is the only streaming platform where you can learn and grow with over 200 of the world's best instructors. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to every instructor. And you can access Masterclass on your phone, your computer, your smart TV, even in audio modes. You can listen to it like a podcast. I know that when I watch Doris Kearns Goodwin, that first of all, I'm going to be getting fantastic information, that the production level is going to be incredible. And then I'm going to walk away feeling smarter and more informed than I was before. Right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com slash Sharon. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash Sharon. Masterclass.com slash Sharon. The state of Louisiana's literacy test is one of the most nonsensical things I've ever seen. I'm going to read you a couple of the questions from the state of Louisiana's literacy test. This is an actual test. This was given to African-Americans to determine if they would be allowed to vote. Here are a couple of examples of the types of questions. 
In the space below, draw three circles, one inside engulfed by the other. Above the letter X, make a small cross. Draw a line through the letter below that comes earliest in the alphabet, and then it has Z-V-S-B-D-M-K-I-T-P-H-C. So you need to draw a line through that. Draw a line through the two letters below that come last in the alphabet, and then it has a slightly different list of letters, but it looks almost the same. Only a couple of letters are different, so it's designed to purposely be tricky. The 10th question says, in the first circle below, write the last letter of the first word beginning with L. And then it has three circles with the numbers one, two, three, four, five. And I was looking at that and I was like, in the first circle below, write the last letter of the first word beginning with L. What, what first word are we talking about? The first word be, am I supposed to make up the first word beginning with L? Number 12 says, draw a line from circle two to circle five that will pass below circle two and above circle four. I mean, you can tell these are all logic puzzles. These have nothing to do with being able to vote on a ballot. They have nothing to do with being able to fill in a circle next to your candidate of choice's name. But Septima Clark decided that she was not helpless and she was not hopeless she would do something about it. She would use the skills that she had and the resources she had available to create a citizen education program. This education program became one of the cornerstones of the civil rights movement. It was Septima Clark that pioneered the link between education and political organizing, especially when it came to voting. She said, literacy means liberation. And she knew that education was the key to gaining political and economic and social power. I've said this many times that if you want to change something, you have to understand how that thing works. If you want to change the political system, you have to understand how the political system works. And that begins with the very foundations of education, including learning how to read. And so she decided to create a series of workshops, citizen education workshops. And she would teach them at a place called the Highlander Folk School in Tennessee. Highlander Folk School was started by a man named Miles Horton, and it became an important location for civil rights activists to develop real world skills they would need. If you stop to think about it, where would the descendants of people who were enslaved or people who were formerly enslaved, where would they have developed the skills to learn political organizing? This was a very important location in the civil rights movement. Rosa Parks took classes there. And so Septima Clark developed a concept called citizenship school. Listen, I know if you pick up any kind of beauty magazine or you follow an influencer, there's like a new skincare product every single day of the week. And it can be really difficult to know which ones to even try, like which one is worth your money. And if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, you might be excited to know that one of today's sponsors is OneSkin. 
Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy. No complicated routines, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. The secret is OneSkin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. I especially like the eye cream. It's not too thick where you feel like it's going to clog all your pores, but it goes on really, really nicely under makeup. For a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase using the code SHARON when you check out at oneskin.co. That's O-N-E-S-K-I-N dot C-O. Try OneSkin and enjoy younger, healthier skin without all the extra steps. That's oneskin.co, code SHARON. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I want to play you this little clip from Septima Clark. And this is from an interview from the 1970s. In 1952, a woman from here went to Washington, D.C. to a conference, childhood education conference. And when she came back, she said that there was a place in Tennessee where blacks and whites could work together on problems. And down here, we couldn't even speak to each other. She also taught a class at the folk school about the United Nations. And at one of these workshops, Rosa Parks was in attendance. And another woman, who was actually Septima Clark's cousin, was there as well. Her name was Bernice Robinson. 
And when the workshop was over, Septima asked the participants, what can we do to promote the United Nations in our home communities? And one of the attendees who was a man named Esau Jenkins, he was from Johns Island, South Carolina. Septima Clark had taught there for many years. And if you're not familiar, there are many sea islands off the coast of South Carolina, and they have a very rich history and tradition in the African-American community. And Esau Jenkins said, well, I don't know about promoting the United Nations, but I will tell you what I am interested in. I need to get my people registered to vote. They got to read a part of the Constitution, and they don't know how to read. And, oh, I'd like to get a school set up. And so here is Septima Clark's cousin, Bernice Robinson, who was at that workshop. There was another block that was placed in our way. We had to read a section of the South Carolina State Constitution in order to be able to vote. Some people could read and could pass the test, but there were many, many that couldn't. I knew there were people who couldn't read and write. I've been knowing that all my life, but I never felt there was anything anybody could do about it. The Highlander Folk School gave Esau Jenkins a grant to set up a citizenship school on Johns Island in South Carolina. After a number of months of work, Esau Jenkins asked Bernice Robinson to be the teacher. And Bernice was hesitant. She worked in a beauty shop and she was taking care of her sick mother. The groundwork was set then to getting citizenship classes going. Many of the people on the island worked long hours in the field, so the classes could only be held during those months which they called a laying-by season, which is December, January, and February. Miles Horton of Highlander said to Esau, you find the place and I'll look for funding for the classes. They asked me to teach the class. I said, no, I'll help anybody who is going to teach the class, but I'm not going to teach it. Well, when they said either you do it or we won't have a class, then of course I could have turned it down. But eventually, Bernice agreed. And on the first day of class, she told her students, I'm not going to be the teacher. We're going to learn together. You're going to teach me something. And maybe there are a few things I might be able to teach you, but I don't consider myself a teacher. I just feel that I'm here to learn with you. We'll all learn things together. And she later said that that attitude that she approached these adult learners with made all the difference, that they didn't view her as this position of authority. They were co-learners. They were there to learn together. And so she asked the students, What do you want to learn? She made a list of all the things they wanted to learn. And from the list of things that they wanted to learn, she put together a curriculum. And at the end of five months of citizenship school taught by Bernice Robinson, all 14 of Bernice's students received their voter registration certificates. And they could all read and write and do Arithmetic. Anna Vashtin, I will never forget Anna Vashtin. She couldn't read or write. And it was the greatest reward when I had all the names up on the board one night. And um, I asked them, could they pick their names out? Vashtin said, I see my name. And she went down this 
he took the ruler from me and she said, that's Anna, that's my first name. And then she went over on the other side, up and down, until she found Vashti, and she said, that's my name, D-A-S-T-I-N-E, Vashti. And goose pimples just came out all over me because that woman couldn't read or write when she came in and she was 65 years old. Within a few years, more than 37 citizenship schools sprung up on the Sea Islands of South Carolina. Students of the citizenship school went on to do things like begin low-income housing projects and credit unions and a nursing home and other key infrastructural items within their communities. Eventually, Septima Clark Citizenship Schools became part of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, and she moved to Atlanta, where she drove all over the South recruiting teachers for citizenship schools. It's not Bernice Robinson and Septima Clark and Miles Horton that people tend to write about. But without them, there would have been no momentum. They understood the meaning of the African proverb, I am because we are. We are because I am. Join me next time when we talk about the 686-page report issued by the United States government and we find out what happened to our friend Thurgood Marshall. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Sharon Says So podcast. I am truly grateful for you. And I'm wondering if you could do me a quick favor. Would you be willing to follow or subscribe to this podcast or maybe leave me a rating or a review? Or if you're feeling extra generous, would you share this episode on your Instagram stories or with a friend? All of those things help podcasters out so much. This podcast was written and researched by Sharon McMahon and Heather Jackson. It was produced by Heather Jackson, edited and mixed by our audio producer, Jenny Snyder, and hosted by me, Sharon McMahon. I'll see you next time.